so I just want to put a kind of larger context here because again like my goal um, as a teacher or with this show is to diffuse as much as possible uh, I think that in the United States there's a fair level of tension and it's no surprise why there is tension mm. I, I think there's a lot of anxiety and tension and we've kind of turned in on ourselves a little bit and I don't want to be part of that I know from being in a relationship now for 11 or 12 years and having two kids that nothing really moves forward until things soften. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, with my wife, like, there's no movement. We can't make any movement uh, in terms of what we want to do together until one of us or both of us just kind of takes, like, actually takes a breath and just like, okay, you know, because the worst thing that you can have with someone that you're with is to not have the imagination to understand them. Like, I really think that's big. Because when you can't understand somebody mm-hmm. contempt sets in and when contempt sets in then the relationship is in, in big trouble like there's like all kinds of things that can happen with a relationship but when there's contempt you're in a very dangerous place yeah. now I've had the experience with my wife um, that there many times I was like what's what's the problem mm-hmm. what's the problem and blissfully found myself in a situation that she was in and realized oh I get why this is hard for her. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for letting me walk in her shoes. And she's felt the same way with me. But it's a lack of imagination that mm-hmm. keeps us alienated from one another. As soon as we are actively being forced in that situation or being revealed, then it's like such a relief. Because what you don't want to feel like is your, that your partner's crazy. Like, that's mm-hmm. really scary. I'd much rather think uh, that my partner's oh, that makes a lot of sense. Even if it's going to change like what I can do or something like that, contempt is what you want to avoid. Imagination is what we need for the other side. Mm. So that's why, you know, I was talking about like, I don't want to, I just don't want to go to the, in, the intent of these authors. I, I don't think we, you know, necessarily need to. We can object to the document. And mm-hmm. I actually think it's really important that if you're going to push back, that you take the high road a little bit and say, listen, I, I'm not accusing you of like, doing this on purpose or having an ideological agenda. I just mm-hmm. don't think this is right or true. So I'm going to push back on it just okay. based on that. No, yeah, and I'm not fine. telling you to yeah. do it. I'm just saying that that's my experience. I also want to say that we are living in an unusual time. So we're living in a time in which um, people who are advancing um, s- certain social causes, a lot of which I have no, absolutely no problem with in principle, okay? Mm-hmm. We're moving forward under of the Obama administration and anticipated that the next administration would be friendly to their point of view. And what ended up happening is that the next administration was a living nightmare, like a waking nightmare to mm. their own point of view. Now, yeah. this can force people to be to really be, feel like caught out and vulnerable mm. and basically have to defend their position in a way that they're probably not even necessarily always comfortable defending either. Yeah. So I just want to put a, a fine point on the fact that like, I am now 50, almost 50 years old. I've never seen anything quite like this. Because the anticipation was is that Hillary Clinton would win that election, mm-hmm. and she did not. Now, you have a lot of people who feel like, what, like literally, and I talk about this with my students. That's what I call an intelligence failure. Now, by intelligence failure, I mean like a CIA intelligence failure. You know, where you don't see something coming, and it does come. Mm-hmm. Now, that's twofold. Because what you're dealing with now is, one, something happened that you don't want to happen and you didn't see it right and that's really yeah. rattling right it's the unknown unknown oh it's so rattling yeah, because then you don't know what to trust or what's true yeah and i think that 
there's a lot of people really all over the place who feel like they're the things have gotten so big mm-hmm. and they're missing it. So I'm just saying that in the spirit of softening and the spirit of compassion and love. I, I think that you, here's my fundamental belief about humans. Um, it, it may be that masculinity is largely like biological, mm-hmm. but we're all humans. And the thing is, is that we have so much more in common with oh, each other yeah. than with anything else right, in the universe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just so small yeah. what we don't have in common. Yeah. So, like, that's all I'm saying. I'm advocating for sure. because... Because I just think it's important. And I think if we can kind of soften, I don't know when that's, that mass softening will happen. <laughs> I, oh I just my. don't know. Maybe, maybe a few elections from now. I maybe think we're still seeing, elections. like you said, a fear response from, um, from the left and, 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 and their response and, to... Well, and also from the right, though, I yeah, think, yeah. from both sides. And I also think that the vast majority of Americans lie in between. Mm-hmm. Oh, mean, yeah, that's, a, that's... Yeah. You know, but, and, you know, there, there's... But there's no no nowhere to hang your hat or your coat. You mm-hmm. know, there's no I can say. Well, I'm a I'm a middleman. You yeah, know, whatever. Right. You know, moderation isn't necessarily respected. Yeah. It's Most not people glamorous. are politically homeless right now. Politically homeless. That's a cool phrase. I would say that I feel politically homeless. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to necessarily. No, neither do I. And it's 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 hard times. Yeah. So let's acknowledge it's hard times, and also that Americans go through civil wars periodically. You know, we had our civil war, mm-hmm. the one with guns. And in the South, you know, mm-hmm. and but we've had one since, you know, our last civil war ran from 1968 through 1974, 75, maybe even later. Yeah, you know, there are periodic times in which the psychic, spiritual, economic, physical energy of this country mm-hmm. becomes too much to contain. Yeah, and it's like a war now, mm-hmm. it's uh, hopefully not gonna get as violent as the one in 1860s but you know it is that it has that aspect now we want to invite you to call us um, so we our number here is 413-545-3691 413-545-3691 is the number and uh, you know however you're feeling about this conversation we're open to hearing about it so please call us 413-545-3691 so let's talk a little bit about we've, we've discussed the actual report and maybe before we move on let me ask you your feeling on this you feel that this document needs to be actively refuted that if it isn't then it has the t- it, it's mm-hmm. just going to get died in, and then the, the thing's going to swing too far in the other way is that right? yeah well I mean I think Whatever happens, I guess you could associate this with the with the academy or or just the sciences, but it it leaks out into the culture, and and I think our culture defining men as 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 patriarchal as a consequence of socialization is I don't think it's a good thing for men. Okay, um, and I think it's kind of unfair to men. Um, so yeah, I, I I think it should be actively refuted. Okay. And, and I hear you, and I think I probably agree with you. Um, although, I, th- my, I guess I feel like I would like it to be refuted uh, almost clinically, like mm-hmm. exclusively, not emotionally. Sure. Because I actually think in the I end agree. that's uh, far better. And I also think that um, they might be in error. Again, I won't go to intent. And I don't even think we need, maybe briefly talk about the articles that were responses to it. But I'm not actually sure we should, because mm. they seem... They seem pretty off the mark, honestly. Yeah, they might short. not even be worth it. All right. like, I, I, they're on the website, but 
I agree with you. It's just more Tinder for the fire, so right. to speak. Yeah. I, I don't think it's useful. No. So, what what I would like to talk about, and again, we're welcome for phone calls, 413-545-3691, is, well, what is masculinity to you? Mm-hmm. And perhaps I can chime in as well. Like, what does it mean for you? Well, this one's really tough for me. Like, I can't... I've I've had trouble thinking about distinguishing qualities that a man should have that that mm-hmm. why shouldn't a woman also adopt these qualities like i really that's that's really a tough thing for me to think about like the idea of responsibility and sticking up for the innocent it's like why why shouldn't we encourage women to also well i think so, we, do, we should we should yeah, yeah we should so that's i mean that's a difficult thing i've i've had to think about or or just the the phrase be a man mm-hmm. like so that one, yeah, that one's really tough for me too because your interpretation of it is completely dependent on your perspective of masculinity. Like people who I think ascribe to the more traditional masculinity would say, "Be a man means take responsibility for your life, stick up for others, um, don't be weak." And I think people who ascribe to the more like social constructionist um, interpretation would be that saying "be a man" means overpower, uh, overpower people, and, and right. prove prove might means right and um and things like that which i think actually do define toxic masculinity like i'm not going to say that that toxic masculinity doesn't exist but i'm not going to extend that to the rest of the idea of masculinity Okay. okay cool so this i like this is good um because i really agree with you about this and i think that there's an error and it's almost what we were talking about with rocky earlier Mm -hmm. that the answer to toxic masculinity is masculinity right is that it? is like actual real right or, right but i also want to say this i have thought a little bit about what i consider masculine values to be like the core ones mm-hmm. and i don't see any difference between feminine or masculine values when you actually boil it down like to me responsibility mm-hmm. um trust right um yeah. loyalty um hard work mm-hmm. all those things are shared actually right. the I don't core, see why. core values yeah. are shared yeah um, there's absolutely no difference in them. I think there's difference in what stimulates us. Yeah. Of course there that, is. Yeah, that is true. Right. And that's also something that's been obliterated by the social construction is that there's there's nothing that separates men and women biologically, right. which is which is refuted by science. So Well, let me ask you then. Let me so for example, I think it's probably true that on balance little boys like cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I just don't think it's a social construct. My no. son seemed to like them the mm-hmm. minute he laid eyes on a wheel. No. Yeah. It's an argument. People can make it. They can have it. This is just my opinion. Um, what do you think... So, if we agree that the values that men and women have are kind of fundamentally the same, that mm-hmm. is, when I think of a, a woman who is strong, feminine woman, that she would have the exact same values I would as a masculine man, like mm-hmm. these like really yeah. core ones. Now she may not like Led Zeppelin as as much as I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She may not like um baseball as much as I do, but this is really very uh yeah. kind of secondary stuff. I certainly don't want to feel like I'm no. a bad person for liking baseball. No. Or or football or whatever it is. I mm-hmm. don't want to be told that what stimulates me is makes me bad. Yeah. So I agree with that, but the core values feel like the same. Yeah, I haven't really... This is one I've, I really haven't figured out. It's like, why... I mean, the only idea that I can think of that would maybe um, be a perspective is adopt these values so that women don't have to. Like, take responsibility for terrible things so that other people don't have to. Hmm. So that's the only... But then it's like... But I'm yeah, telling I, you that that's... 
that that's not gendered no in my opinion no that isn't gendered that's just some people take more responsibility that's to right. do to do terrible things than others so yeah I, i've maybe it's going to take more years on earth to figure out what um what specifically defines masculinity that shouldn't also be values of women so or or what's really going on is a class war Okay, th- this is a case that I could make. Yeah. That all of this stuff, that in fact, men and women are so much, humans are so much like each other. Mm-hmm. Like so tremendously, 99.98% like each other, actually, compared to anything else in yeah. the universe. That we have fallen into what is really an economic war. And this social stuff is, that's kind of why I feel like I don't personally want to get trapped in the crossfire of social issues because yeah. I feel like that there's economics driving it. Um, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's a, a variation of that. I think it's the, more the identity war that um, came out of Marxism and transitioned into the identity war. Later Marxism. Yeah. Like, like but ne- Marx would neo- not be happy about I don't think Marx well, would be I don't be know enough pleased. about Marxism to make a judgment on that, but I would I, I'm not sure it's an economic more. I would say it's more the the um, the social constructionist identity um, oppressor versus oppressed war that we're seeing. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I don't well I just yeah, so I can't I can't okay. I can't make a judgment on um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. What does it mean to be a man? I don't think I don't think we figured that one out yet. Right. Um, I mean, I think to me, if you're going to ask me, it's the it's to it's almost what it means to be an adult. Like it really yeah. translates into what it means mm-hmm. to be an adult. And to me, to be an adult is to protect. Yeah. It's to hold space for people. Yeah. It's to allow people to feel safe right. to do what they need to do. It is to be responsible, to show up on time. It's really yeah. about protection. Right. And that's what... So when I think of masculinity, I think of being an adult. Now, mm-hmm. when I, well, actually, when I think of masculinity, I just think of the things that I like, that yeah. I appreciate, that I enjoy. Yeah. Um, none of which I think are like inherently wrong mm-hmm. or, or evil. But um, when I think of being the values, then they aren't different from my wife's, actually, and she really executes yeah. those same protection values. Yeah, well, I've tried to think about it um in the from the perspective of evolution because so if you think about evolution so men were responsible for for production hunting and gathering and women were responsible for distribution so this is what um this is why we see some trait differences like why women tend to be more compassionate than men um so i've tried to think about what that would entail for what it means to be a man Hmm. um but I still come well, to the same conclusion. Well, that is interesting, though, because we could say that the mechanics are, might be different. That is to say, the yeah. core values are really the same, right. which they're about protection and mm-hmm. loyalty and care of a kind. Yeah. Because I might show my care for my kids in a different way than my wife right. does. Right. I really appreciate, and yeah. that's whatever. That's neither here nor there, but the mechanics by which we protect, mm-hmm. the mechanics by which we show care. And I think that when I look at how I show care, I feel like I could actually adapt more of the other thing. Yeah. That is, I'm often showing care by, um, like, fixing stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with you in that sense. Um, so, I'm not really... Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been really tough for me to figure out what it's mean to be a man. So... Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll have to figure that out more. Um, so, but to deny that there's that there's 
biological sex differences between the sexes is um, like like I think the tendency to think that a disparate outcome between the sexes is the consequence of um, culture is 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 ridiculous because if you think about statistical distributions of traits we if we if you lay one on top of the other like uh, laying the distribution of um, risk risk taking um, over the female you get a little bit of difference at the average but at the mm-hmm. end you get all of the craziest risk takers which is um, often associated with criminal behavior or just pro-social risking like yep. jumping out of a plane it's all men that's physical risk right that's physical risk right yeah. because there's all kinds of risks we have a caller hey Satch is calling from Concord Massachusetts how are you doing oh great uh, <laughs> first time uh, caller long time listener absolutely Thanks. absolutely and I've been getting your notes and I really appreciate them let me ask you yeah. we're talking about masculinity here and yeah. that you did the reading and we've kind of kicked around the reading, and I appreciated you sent a note in about um, you don't want just react, a reaction to the reading, people becoming just reactionary to it, even if it's flawed. Yeah. Um, what is your definition of masculinity? Like, when you think about like something that's masculine, what does that mean to you? Well, I uh, think uh, um, like a man is like a mensch, uh, you know, like, like a human being, a decent, a decent person. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to. You don't even have to be masculine about it. Like, like I saw a guy who reminded me of the um, the uh, horrible guy in the Karate Kid that that you mentioned last week that you like so much. Oh yeah, and and he was like Johnny. such a jerk. Mm-hmm. He was such a jerk to like his uh, his high school uh, uh, co student, and he was just a jerk and a jerk and a jerk and a, and you can call that masculinity, but I would just call it jerkiness. Right, and, jerkiness. Um, I like that. And, and why can't like men just be decent people? I mean, without any like extra strongness, extra macho, mm-hmm. any of that. Well, I think they, they can, be... right? Yeah, they should be. They uh, should well, be. Don't you so... think most men are or are not? Yes, I do. And then there's a weird subset of like um, uh, of like I don't. Know, I want to call them bodybuilders, probably who who just somehow. Just like, like look at women like property instead of women like friends, and mm-hmm. like you know, and, and there's a whole host of things that are like the bad side of right. hyper masculinity or, or toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yes, toxic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I and I would just be curious, um, like, so if if we agree on that, and that's yeah. your son in the background, right, who you're t- taking care of, but um, if I were to look at that. I mean, I would think it'd be so useful to actually sit down and unpack that with those with people who are having that and wondering where, what the origin is mm-hmm. there. Like, and that's what a therapist does, right? Yeah. And that's where these yeah. guidelines might not be very helpful, actually. Mm-hmm. Because the last thing you want to tell to a guy like that mm-hmm. is, is you're, you're toxically male and it's totally yeah. construct. Like, mm-hmm. that's just not going to work. Yeah, no, that's yeah. not. Satch, thanks so yeah. much for calling us. We really appreciate the call. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll keep on calling. Good, good show. I'll oh, talk to you, you later. I'll talk to you. So, the other thing I think that's happening a little bit is that, for example, I think part of my own defensiveness is I actually try really hard to be a good person. Mm -hmm. Like, I get that I fail sometimes, but as a teacher, as a father and a husband, I mean, I'm not perfect, but I pour energy into trying to do things right. And so, when I keep hearing that I, as a group, 
am not doing it. It's it it. Yeah, it's it's, de- it's it's deterministic. Yeah, it's, it's such determinism. Well, Wild generalizations. Now it is. Yeah, I think credibly another group who's been having this happen to them for four thousand years or whatever can say, "Welcome to the club." Mm-hmm. But I actually don't think that's what we should be saying. No, I think what we should be saying is, "Well, I don't want to be welcome to the club." Like it's feels yeah. bad right. to be told that you're bad if you're trying so hard to be good. Mm-hmm. I think we should all start a new club. Yeah, and in this club. We're, we're actually kind of like trying to see each other again and mm-hmm. trying to, again, just, I know this, even the word soften, right, doesn't sound like a very masculine term. No. But I think it is. I think to soften is, what, another way to understand softening is to go neutral, yeah. to not be reactive, because to me, that's one of my core values I strive for too. And it takes a ton of strength mm-hmm. to say, okay, like I actually don't know what's going on here. I just don't know. Because that's something that's hard to admit yeah. to. And tell me what's going on, please. Mm-hmm. You know, And so that might be <clears throat> a quality that's not considered very masculine, uh, but to me is like very masculine or very adult, again. Like yeah. One of the most adult things you can do is to be in a state of reaction and then to calm yourself. Yeah. Right? I mean, in some ways, that's what adulthood is, mm-hmm. is to be able to calm yourself during yeah. crisis. Yeah. And we are, we are in a crisis of a kind. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I think softening things, like to, to just say soften, it's, it, that sounds to me like conflict avoidance. So uh-huh. one of the, I think, traits that um, might be specific to masculinity is saying difficult things when they need to be said. Uh-huh. That, that's, that's like, I think that's an old idea, too. That's a lot. That's... Um, in, in myth wise, that's the heroes who's he who speaks the truth when it's not easy to do so. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure that we should sacrifice okay. um, the the peaceful present for um, just to to bury an issue. And kick it. I think I think we need to um, say difficult things when they need to be said. And um, I hear that, yeah. um, but I think if we're going to say them. We should be very open to what's being said back to us. Absolutely, and like, and understand what's being said back to us, and not straw man. That's right. that's like the Carl Rogers ideas. You have to repeat what your counterpart said, yeah, so that they agree with it, so that right. they so that they think that you understand them. So, yeah. So that's that's why I'm such I mean, a free speech I, advocate. Right. Hey, oh yeah. I am. Uh, I'm interested that it might be seen as conflict avoidance. And I'm like curious if that's if mm-hmm. there isn't some truth to that. Um, uh, you know, the way I see it is bullets are flying everywhere, and instead of like panicking, you're actually really looking for the way out. Of, yeah. Now I don't know if that's conflict. It's a, kind of a mixed metaphor, but uh, I'm willing to acknowledge that mm-hmm. there might be some aspect of conflict avoidance, and yeah. that I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't want to go to war. I don't really want to die on those no. hills. No, There's some hills, as this is a Wayland expression that I'm willing to die on. There's some yeah. hills I just don't really want yeah. to die on. But I appreciate what you're saying. Yeah. Well, the, I think the alternative to not saying what you believe, even though it might cause a ruckus, is worse. Yes. I think you're, I mean, yeah. I agree with that. I think that it's dangerous for you and yeah. dangerous for society. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're agreed on that. Yeah. Uh, but it is. At, we're also agreed that we're living in, in conf, co- complicated times. I don't know if they're going to get less complicated. But that's you know, it. That's maybe that's why we need uh, more, more and more of being speaking your own truth. Speaking your, exactly. As long as you're willing to stay open to the other side yep. and listen to them when they speak their own truth, and even if they have a strong reaction to yep. contain that and not just swing back. 
Mm-hmm. So it's perhaps in the middle. Yeah. Well, look, I want to thank you so much for being with us this Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Thank you um, very much. It's thought-provoking to me, and it's a it's a big issue that's out there. And my hope is that the great American middle will mm-hmm. regain a footing in the next couple of years to kind of bring us back to a conversation and get us away from finger-pointing and whatever it is. Likewise. So yep. this is the end of WMUAM. Or, no, it's the end of our show. <laughs> Um, And we appreciate you being with us, and we'll be back next week. Thanks so much. You're tuned to the alternative voice of the Pioneer Valley, WMUA in Hammers, 91.1 FM and WMUA.org.